up? Listening to CITR F1102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio right now? Hi, it's Roger Allen. Roger Allen, Crooked Walker. Yes, it's me. And what did we just hear, Roger? What did we just hear? can't get the microphone to stay still. We just heard, uh, from the top we heard, well, many people believe that the Talking Heads are the ultimate new wave band, and they had a song called Big Country, and we played Big Oh, wait a minute. No, that got axed. We played The Beat. Sorry about that. 
That's okay. We yeah, we played some the English beat. We were gonna play Big Country, but I said maybe you could move it later <laughs> on in a show. But the whole reason for doing the show and the English beat is what? What is why are you here today, Roger? What are you bringing us today? Today I thought we could play uh, the often misunderstood uh, sort of genre of music called New Wave. And immediately you have like made me love what you're playing today by bringing me a gift. Thank you. What exactly is this gift? It is amazing. Uh, well, it's the ultimate sort of new wave song. Um, on one side, it has the song Caribbean Honeymoon. And the other song, it's the theme, tra the theme song to uh, Laurel and Hardy by the band of the Black Watch. Dance of the Cuckoos. What a combination of songs. Barry <laughs> White to the theme from Laurel and Hardy. It is amazing. Thank you so much, Roger, for bringing this in. And also thank you for possibly and most likely educating the listeners on a bit of new wave music. Now, I've heard Big Country before when I say the word educating or re-educating listeners. What sort of parameters are you going by here for new wave music? Well... I've noticed over the last years, few years, 80s music, other than indie music, which has always been sort of cool, but music outside of indie music from the 80s has been on a lot of DJ set lists around Vancouver. New wave, an often misunderstood genre, as it is said to describe everything from punk to synth and every pop in between. The origin of the term is up for debate. New wave was initially a term meant to describe a new wave of bands in New York City. Magazine, Blondie, Talking Heads, New York Dolls, but maybe it was Seymour Stein, he coined the term, as Sire Records didn't want to use the term punk to describe his record releases. It could have been Malcolm McLaren, who apparently used the term to describe bands that were not exactly punk. UK zines like Sniffing Glue used the term to describe the Boomtown Rats. Jerry Garcia said new wave music was punk musicians wanting to play a little better than they did on their first album. Most agree it started in 1976. And bands that followed garage rock that claimed anarchy in the way they dressed and played remained punk. Bands that lyrically and instrumentally became experimental and took more care with their recordings became new wave. And to douse the listeners with this type of music, what do we have queued up right now? Right now we have Canada's The Diodes. The Diodes from Diodes. 1976, but this particular track is from 1978. 79. 79. Tired of waking up tired with guest DJ Crooked Walker.
You're still listening to CITR Radio and the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ Roger Allen. Roger, what did we just hear? Hey, look, I have this little thing, and it basically goes in the palm of my hand. Some of these bands played with instruments that filled an entire room, but now I can do it just in my hand. And what exactly is that, and where did you get that, and did you pay more than a record? for that I paid uh, could you describe that to <laughs> listeners it's um it's a little thing it's called a pocket operator and you can this one is a synth and it was I don't know 80 bucks and it's pretty amazing yeah and you can create beats and but yeah it's tiny and, and you can do all sorts of uh, synthy things with it if Gary Newman had one of these you probably would have gone crazy because you know he could carry it around with him everywhere he went where did you first hear that uh, you know, I saw it on a I saw it on a website. Uh, probably when I was doing a little research for uh, for this very show, I stumbled upon this uh, gadgets page, and it's got this it's got this interesting little animation on it of a sub. It's cool. <laughs> New wave music. Yes, and from the top, we play two songs from 1978. The first, the Canadian band the Diodes with "Tired of Waking Up Tired," which reminds me of the song. I hate being late when I'm early. Ba-boom! The Diodes were Canada's first punk band to make a record released on Crash and Burn, on the Crash and Burn label. Crash and Burn is also the name of Canada's first punk rock club. The first show they played was with, uh, was with the band The Nerves. And uh, there is some pretty amazing footage on the CBC, uh, it's on YouTube, of a live performance at the Crash and Burn Club as the CBC attempted to make sense of this new wave in punk rock music. The Diodes played with everyone from the Circle Jerks to Cramps and then Ultravox and Gary Newman. I love the poppy quality of that song, Tired of Waking Up Tired, where I believe you can hear keyboards and you can also hear the difference between what would maybe be considered in their earlier music punk and going into a more poppier, new wavy sound. Also, they were covered by Shadowy Men. That's why I first heard that song, actually. And I sent that link to you. You can check on YouTube if you want. Oh, really? For the Shadowy Men doing instrumental cover. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I've never All heard All instrumental. Uh, yeah, I've never heard vocals by them. Uh, and after that, we played the Stranglers with Tank. The Stranglers bridged the gap between pub rock and new wave. They played their instruments far better than many of their contemporaries. The website Louder Sound wrote, The fluid time signatures owe a debt to the anti-pop of Devo. I suggest looking up their performance on Top of the Pops, where lots of keyboards can be heard. That was from 1979. 1979? Oh, I've got 1978. I think oh. the record says 1978, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. You're probably right, and you're Roger <laughs> Allen. Again, Roger has dropped by the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show to play a whole bunch of new wave music. The often misunderstood genre of new wave music. And the last song we played there was another Canadian band, The Government, with Flat Tire, a track off their 33rd and a third EP released in 1979. 
And speaking of the government, I wanted to kick off the show with Hemingway, he did disco music, but you said it probably wouldn't fit in if it kicked off the show with a song that you would actually be playing, a, a band you would be playing later on. But that's the government from 1979, right, from the LP. 1979, yeah. From Toronto. From, from Toronto. I mean, uh, I didn't know of the band The Government before I began looking into music uh, for this show. So for you to steal my song right off the top, I don't know, Nardwar. That, uh, that would be tough on me. But instead, we played the English beat on the Go Feet record label. Well, I, I wanted to play Big Country because I remember being a kid, and the first time I recognized music as being something different like what would be considered new wave was my brother brought home that record that I had here on the on the counter that Nardbar knocked off and said you cannot play that and uh, I looked at that record and then I looked up on the TV and on Saturday Night Live that night Big Country was a special musical guest and the Smothers Brothers introduced them which I thought was weird and their look was strange because it was kind of that Smith's look morphing into a sort of what would be thought of as new wave uh, look like the the plaid shirts and the boat shoes and that kind of thing, the handkerchiefs and that. And I, I just thought it was different. I thought it was... And before they were big country, they were the Skids. The Skids, I didn't know that. A punk band well, from the UK. Oh, I have a 7-inch by that band, actually. So I didn't know they, were, uh, they went on to become big country. Cool. What do we have coming <laughs> up now, Roger? Coming up, we have a song by the band Severed Heads. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Come on, this will be a character-building experience. Yeah. Someday when we're old and single and living in a trailer court, we'll laugh about this. Devo! It behooves me to inform you that Devo will be playing after all. Could you please move your junk ASAP? Thank you much, Lee. Devo's here? In this bat mitzvah? Wow. I'm on the same bill as Devo. Saturday Night Live bumped them from the show because an NBC executive was deeply concerned about the likelihood of slam dancing. People don't slam dance at Devo concerts. That's punk. They're new wave. It's a totally different head. Totally. I don't think you should argue with both NBC and Rabbi Kaplan. Fabuloso. You're opening for Devo. Stick with me, kid, and soon you'll be touring Japan.
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ, Roger Allen. Roger, from the top, we heard a bit of Square Pegs, the TV show Square Pegs, before we heard some severed heads. Yes, I had to listen to about, what, four or five hours of Square Peg episodes before I found that memory, that just that in the back of my head somewhere, I, I very lightly remembered that there was a, a definitely a new wave character on uh, Square Pegs, but I, I remember they always had musical guests, and I remember that Devo was the musical guest. They played Jocorama on uh, the TV show Square Pegs, which was probably probably pretty cool for the time. How did you find that, the Square Pegs? Like, do you have the on DVD or what? <laughs> I found it on the uh, World Wide Web. They've got everything on there now. Oh, amazing. And they also have a lot of recordings that aren't in Roger's collection, i.e. that's why you should tune in to this show right here on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with guest DJ Roger Allen Crooked Walker, because a lot of records he's playing you can't find anywhere else or you can't be bothered to search for them. Thank you. <laughs> we heard some severed heads right after that. Then we played severed heads with Petrol. And many people will debate, is synth-pop its own distinct genre separate from New Wave? But you can't take Human League, Human League away from New Wave, and they were masters of the synth. Plus, Severed Heads toured with Gary Newman. So, I rest my case. Now this part, Nardwar, you gotta pay attention to. After that, we played Kinetic Ideals. Kinetic Ideals are from Mississauga. Toronto, CanCon. Yes. 
formed by Paul Abrams, who was the manager of the Canadian group Spoons. Brett Wickens played keyboards in the band Spoons and also produced and designed for Kinetic Ideals and Ceramic Hello. Brett Wickens later went on to be a creative director working with Peter Seville of Factory Records making more album covers for bands like New Order and Ja Wobble, like this album cover I have here I'm holding up to the microphone. Um, Brett also wrote with Martha Ladley of Martha and the Muffins, who had the excellent new wave song Echo Beach. Martha recorded some music with Peter Hook of New Order for her solo album. Martha made a painting that was used on a New Order album cover that Breck Wickens designed. So follow that. This is amazing, Roger. I had no idea. So the Martha and the Muffins New Order connection? Martha and the Muffins, which I wish that, because Echo Beach is a great song. I always thought it was Blondie. But that name, Martha and the Muffins, come on, you could have done better. But, yes, uh, she went and also worked in England as a designer and musician. And she worked with members of New Order. And later, some of her design work was used on a New Order album cover that was designed by Brad who was friends with her in Canada when they were both in New Wave bands earlier in their lives. And you have brought in this album cover to show me. There it is. Amazing. I love the tidbits that you bring in, Roger. Like, people don't get to hear the <laughs> tidbits, but they can see some of the pictures, can't they? They can see If it they on... go to Nardwar Twitter. Yes. N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. We are tweeting out a few of the pictures, a few of the pictures. But thank you for bringing this in. I had no idea about the connection. And you can see the similarities in the in the design work when you put the two together there. Then we heard this, uh, another Canadian band, I believe. I think they're Canadian. Then we heard Dalek Eye with I Love You. Oh, no, sorry. It, they were in an English band made up of some former members of the Teardrop Explodes. Tom Snyder had a strange TV episode on his show... What was this show called? Do you remember? Today? I think it was called Today, yes. Um, on New Wave, where he talked about punk and New Wave as the same thing. But he said that punk in Britain is totally different than in North America. Then he played a runaway song, and his guests talked about the band The Jam. They also used the term power pop, and that New Wave is bringing back young bands with personality instead of musicianship. He then implied punk is coming to America, so beware. And Nardwar, did you see that recent discussion with John Lydon and Marky Ramone about where punk came from? I love the argument. It's titled <laughs> The Argument, right? Yes. You can see it on YouTube. Yeah. I thought it was uh, entertaining, to say the least. Although, um, do not forward and CC what I'm about to say, but I was kind of thrown off by Marky Ramone's wig. Yeah. <laughs> now, maybe he isn't wearing a wig, and if he isn't, um, great, but... I would love to get some hair tips from Marky Ramon because his hair yeah. looks incredible. He has very shiny black straight hair. Yeah. Whereas Johnny Rotten, I think, has made no attempt no. to <laughs> look younger. He has not kept up his appearances. But Who do you think won? Marky versus Johnny. Well, I, I don't think there's any debate that what became known as punk uh, began in New York. I don't think there's any debate for that. But the whole like difference between English punk and American punk is pretty distinct in the way that it was presented. But then the, it's it's it was all you know sort of brought to uh, to England by Malcolm McLaren. By Malcolm McLaren, who uh, 
managed the New York Dolls. But who did he ripped off? Uh, Richard Hell. Yeah, Richard Hell's uh, safety pin aesthetic, and he gave it to his wife, who was a fashion designer. They made clothes based on that, made a band, put it out into the world, and everybody began to buy into it. I view it as a tie. As a tie. Like New York and London, it's a tie. It's a tie. Well, the Ramones went to London. There's images of John Lydon staring at the Ramones. And wheels in his head and turning. And vicious love the Ramones, <laughs> yeah. too. I don't know why they have to argue. Like, who cares where it, where it happened first? Like, it's they're, they're both good bands. And, and we heard Dalek there, an allusion to Doctor Who. Yeah, the... the 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 Daleks and the TARDIS. The the name of that band, the Dalek, it used they used to be called Dalek I Love You. Yeah. And they shortened the name to Dalek I. And it also did it feature Julian Cope as well? Who was in the Teardrop yeah, Explodes? I believe so, yes. Because as well as that, I always mention he did an amazing book on Japanese rock as well. The Jap Rock Sampler. It's an amazing <laughs> book he put together. Uh, I have never read that. One so, of the few books I've Kinetic seen. Ideals and Dalek, I love you. Yes, and yeah, before and and from the beginning, uh, severed heads. I was going to ask you, Roger, the SFU Simon Fraser University Punk Library. What is that like? It's amazing. A lot of their um, collection is available online. Like they have a pretty um, huge library of punk handbills, and yeah, like right now there's a a show in the library where they have. Um, some handbills on display that advertise venues in Vancouver that are no longer there, like uh, like the Hungry Eye, I guess, and uh, the Archimedes, and uh, Blinding Light. So people can search that right now. Search that. You can go. You can search it online, but you can also go to the library where they have a they have a an evaporator's handbill among the many. Uh, um, things on display. The SFU Punk Library. And what do we have coming up now, Roger? Uh, coming up right now, we have the amazing uh, Rational Youth. On the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, New Wave Special with special guest DJ Roger Allen.
You're still listening to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, brought to you by special guest DJ, Crooked Walker. And Roger, what did we hear there? Before I begin, I wanted to say, uh, I got to um, say uh, a shout out to my friend Alec, who helped me quite a bit with this. And um, 
he's a he's a lover of music as well. Uh, no one seems to know what new wave music is. The term covers so much ground. In Canada, we had bands like Blue Peter, Neo 84, Gowan, The Tenets, Plasticine Replicas, Platinum Blonde, After All, This Fear, Strange Advance, Images in Vogue, Nash the Slash. But from the top, we heard a band that I really love, Montreal's Rational Youth with Close to Nature. I was able to speak with Tracy Howe of Rational Youth, and he told me they got to open for bands like I can never say this name, Midger, Human League, and Human League. He told me this interesting story while recording this album. Quote, yes, it's funny. I was talking to Drew Arnett from Strange Advance today, and he told me he just found a note to himself to lend us one of the synthesizers at Mushroom Studios. There's a ghost there. One time, I was doing a vocal there late at night. The power went off, the lights went out, and somebody knocked me to the floor. There were only two people in the control room and nobody else in the place. Dave Ogilvie was the engineer. Ogilvy. Dave Ogilvie was the engineer, and he said, Oh, that's the ghost. Are you okay? And uh, they were recording this album I have uh, right here. I'm holding up to the microphone. They were record- He was doing vocals for, uh, th- there's a song there called something about Bangkok, One Night in Bangkok or something. A holiday in Bangkok. You yanked it out of my hands when I was about to read it. Uh, holiday in Bangkok. Um, after that, we heard Edmonton's Psyche. And I was going to say, Rational Youth also included Kevin Komoda, who That's did right. some stuff for Brave New Waves as well. That's right. He was the keyboardist. Um, and thank you also for bringing in all these Rational Youth LPs. I really appreciate that, Roger. It's amazing. I, All these tidbits. Yeah. They look really good. Well, I asked uh, I asked Tracy how I think about the printing process of one of these albums. I think this one, because it's got like a texture in the ink. And uh, he had uh, nothing, he knew nothing about that, although he agreed. It looks great. How would you describe it? Uh, it's uh, It looks uh, very summery, I guess. It's got nice uh, colors. Green. <laughs> Green, yes. After that, we heard Edmonton Psyche, and both both of those albums came out the same year, and it's interesting because they're at different sides of Canada. Uh, and uh, Gaynor Howe of Rational Youth knew of the band Psyche as they were in Edmonton at the time that Psyche was releasing music, and then they flew and hooked up with Rational Youth in Montreal. And uh, lastly, we played Concan with I Beg Your Pardon, and Concan is a Canadian synth-pop new wave group founded by Barry Harris um, and Wikipedia says, I Beg Your Pardon was inspired in both by the Pet Shop Boys hit single, Always On My Mind, and an increasingly prevalent use of sampling by artists such as Public Enemy, Mars, and Cold Cut. That track samples Lynn Anderson's 1971 hit, I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. So that's kind of interesting that new wave music was being uh, influenced um, by rap at the time. How did you find them, the last... How did I find that band? Yes. I I remember that song. I, I had the Mars 7-inch. I remember I bought it at Fred Meyer in Bellingham, Washington. And uh, I remember hearing that song like way back when. I think it was on the TV show uh, Friday Night Videos. And that's where I saw the video. You also checked out Supreme Echo Records recently, and you picked up the Cabaret, Cabaret Voltaire record and also Submission of Christ. I got... When I was at... Um, Supreme Echo, which is a really cool name. I like saying Supreme Echo. It sounds really cool when you say it. That little shop in Victoria, he has a lot of music stuffed in there. And yeah, I got a skinny puppy, 
EP and uh, Cabaret Voltaire, which are both, I, I probably maybe could have worked some magic and played them here today. My friend Alec, who I just mentioned earlier, it was the one who picked me up the Mission of Christ reissue. From Victoria, Steve McBean. Yeah, that's a great shop, and it's cool that he's releasing that music. And I Punk, punk, that's punk. Yeah, right? that's, that's, it's not even punk, that's more... It's not me- new wave. It's metal. It's metal, new wave, crossover punk, I think. Something like that, maybe, I don't know. And speaking of punk and metal, Black Flag, what do you think about the new incarnation of Black Flag? They are touring, right? Uh, which one? The, the one with Greg? The brand new, yes. The one with Greg in? Uh, I I mean, you know, people who love Black Flag either love Henry Rollins, it seems, or Greg Ginn. And I think I'm more in the vein of the vocals over Greg Ginn's crazy guitar. So I saw, yeah, I saw Black Flag because I saw you there. I saw Greg Ginn play in Vancouver. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, you let things, sometimes just let things be, you know. But there is a podcast that you steered me to, which I haven't heard yet, but it has the singer from Black Flag interviewed. Oh, yeah, Mike. The new, yeah, Mike Vallely. That's what you What is that podcast called and what happened during that podcast? The Nine Club. Yeah, Mike Vallely spoke for five and a half hours on his uh, his uh, life and, and how he's ended up as a singer for Black Flag. I, when we saw Black Flag in Vancouver, he was in the opening band for Black Flag and Ron Ray's was up on stage, but I had read that when they traveled to Australia, somehow Mike Vallely came out on stage and kind of kicked Ron Reyes off the stage and became the vocalist for Black Flag, which very much fits in with the whole Greg Ginn history. Um, I don't know how Greg Ginn keeps convincing people to play with him. And what is the name <laughs> of the podcast if people want to check it out? That's called The Nine Club. The Nine Club. Five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. Yeah, the, the cool thing about that podcast is they just let people go like the podcast is however long the person speaks for also Dwayne Peters the U.S. Bombs yeah Dwayne Peters and the U.S. Bombs I love U.S. Bombs they're a great band um I'm not sure uh how that attaches well he's a skater he's a skateboarder that's true yeah if you follow Dwayne Peters on Instagram you you've he's posted some pretty gruesome photos of his uh foot reconstruction lately but uh I think what happened I think he's just had some injury forever falling skateboarding and never had it properly taken care of. But I think he did just recently. And uh, I, I wish I could remember. Uh, he he was in another band too, but I, I do like U.S. Bombs, and I do think they are touring right now. And uh, we should say rest in peace Jake Phelps, who was uh, recently passed away, who was the king of all skateboarders. And I hate to break it to anybody, but we just got a tweet saying... Yeah, with the, the maybe you should say. Well, you can say it if you want. <laughs> Rocky Erickson apparently has passed away, which is kind of like an end of an era, isn't it? It's an end of a yeah. I mean, it is. He's he's a garage rock uh, sort of psychedelic pioneer. So this show goes out in part to Rocky Erickson, who probably had nothing to do with new wave music, did he? Or you think he had a lot to do with new wave? Maybe music? he was an influencer. But he had a lot of songs yeah. about. About uh, monsters, ghosts, that kind are, of thing. Are there any ghosts in new wave music? Ghost in the Machine by the police. The police were thought of as being, you know, new wave. New wave is such a broad thing. You know, it covers so much ground. But yeah, uh, I'm sure there is. Uh, Psychedelic Furs had some ghostly songs. Sure. So props out to 
Rocky Erickson, rest in peace. Yes. And right now, what do we have coming up? Right now, we have everyone's favorite group of guys, Kraftwerk. On an Ardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ. Roger Allen.
concentration My size increased And now I'm 14 stories high
And you're still listening, yes, to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. We so good, we had to play it. We had to play that twice, didn't we, Roger? Yes. And who is Roger, the special guest DJ, playing a lot of? What are you playing today? In case people are tuning in right now and they heard a Kraftwerk turn tune that they might have heard before. Right. Well, we're playing music from the genre of new wave, and I'm not playing music that you might expect. I'm not playing any uh, uh, soft cell or flock of seagulls or Duran Duran or all those bands that kind of became famous for new wave because there was a lot of bands playing that genre of music. And before I say anything else, I want to give a shout out to Matt French. Thank you for listening, Matt. And also, you are not afraid to label something new wave or shoegaze. You go out on a limb and play those tunes because a lot of people are afraid to put labels. You yeah. are not afraid to put labels on people, are you, Roger? No. I think, uh, well, it's, this is all retrospective music, right? It's not current. So in retrospect, we can kind of categorize music, I suppose. Why not? And we start it with craft work. The model. This song was recorded in 1978, but not released until 1981. Many bands had synths in their music by then, but Kraftwerk were pioneers. Then we played Human League. And Africa Pombata loved Kraftwerk. Speaking of rappers, they loved Kraftwerk. He did. He loved a lot of music. He was he was very eclectic in his taste, and uh, of uh, that always stands out in my mind when you were trying to convince him of the uh, cornerstone of hip hop is formed right here in vancouver the incredible bongo band <laughs> thank you for remembering that he didn't he didn't believe me did he no not at all because he used to wash off the labels of the records yeah. so he never saw that he only heard it so i can understand why he didn't believe it when he was finally confronted with hey the incredible bongo band was recorded in vancouver and everybody sampled from that record so the foundation of hip-hop was recorded in vancouver of course of course and then we played a Human League uh, song with one of their early singles, Empire State Mind. And uh, most would think of their songs, Don't You Want Me in Fascination, but I like their atmospheric, dark, early singles, which maybe is the beginning of Dark Wave, which is uh, something very cool right now. Another genre. Another genre, but it's all relating to New Wave, and don't get confused by Cold Wave. And thirdly, we heard another song from the Vancouver band Ghost Cards, who are heavily influenced by 80s New Wave and are a brand new band. That song is brand new. We broke it here on Nardwar Show. It sounded like it fit in perfectly, didn't it? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great track. It sounds good, and uh, it, uh, as you just said, fits in great. Real great. Are they playing any gigs coming up? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure they have a Twitter um, or Instagram, that kind of thing. So search them out. That the the band is called Ghost Cards, and that song was called The Drive. Will you be making the trek, Roger, to see the Misfits in Seattle? Um, <laughs> I, I, you know what, I would. A lot of these these bands that get back together and play, I'm not so in, interested in. But I would love to go see uh, the Misfits. I was looking at tickets; they're around a hundred bucks. And I also saw that the Cro-Mags, I believe, are playing with them and the Damned. Um, and tickets, I believe, are still available. So I, I do, uh, I do uh, think I'll go. I just need uh, somebody out there listening. Maybe they could uh, tweet me about uh, picking me up and giving me a ride there, I suppose. Now, this is not the Michael Graves era reunited. This is the—who's oh, in the Misfits now? 
Yeah, wasn't Erie Vaughn, wasn't he in the Misfits? And he's not going to be there. I think it's just Glenn Danzig and Jerry, no, was it Jerry Only? Jerry Nolan? Who is it? Jerry Only? Yes. Jerry Only. <laughs> Who's Jerry Nolan? He was in some other band. Um, the Heartbreakers. Yeah, so there's only, you know, it's it's not like... Uh, actually, um, um, the Wolfgang might be there as well. Oh, oh, oh I'm thinking of actually... That's uh, Sam Hain, I think. Oh, sorry. Um, but... One of the the other guitarists will be there as well. Yeah, well, I I, I think that would it could be good. I mean, the Misfits, you can't go wrong with them. All, their songs are all, their songs really are all amazing. Their early stuff with uh, Glenn Danzig. The cruising soundtrack, you had a bit of a psychic moment on that, didn't you? The cruising soundtrack, because you liked that cruising soundtrack, yeah, yeah. and then a couple year, actually a couple days later. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I was really stoked to find that. Um, it was like a buck, but it has a Germs uh, track on it, a, tr- a track I love, um, Lion Share. And I actually really love the Germs, but I, their original vinyl is also expensive. It was great to find that one song on that soundtrack, which actually has a bunch of songs from the Canadian band. Uh, was it Streetheart? Is that the other band on it? Or the Head Streetheart or Headpins? Both are Canadian, I think. Yeah, one of those two is still on, is on there as well. But uh, just like a week later, I saw that uh, the cruising soundtrack had been re-released. And when I was on your show, I talked about how there's always been rumors for years that there were a bunch of germ songs recorded but shelved and never heard of again. And a week later, boom, the soundtrack comes out. The songs are on it. Everybody's happy. And you also, did you get a hold of The Invasion and Neptune Records in Vancouver? I didn't buy that record. I had I've had that poster since I was in high school. I thought school. you bought the record. I didn't buy it. I saw it and I was I made me laugh to see it. I don't think the Invasion are a band of that created music that I would put on and play, but it was fun to see uh, to see that they actually had a record. I didn't know they recorded and they recorded right alongside Rational Youth at Mushroom Studios. Did you see all the punk fanzines that Neptune Records had? Uh. Uh, I didn't see them. I know they're there, but I didn't see them. I'm not quite the fanzine collector that you are, Nardwar. I've got more records than fanzines. Well, I have a gift for you. <laughs> some fanzines awesome. right now for coming out here to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Roger Allen, and doing your take on New Wave. Here are a whole bunch oh, of wow. fanzines. Why don't you tell the listeners which fanzines and magazines I'm giving you right now, if you could tell listeners right now. Uh, there's a magazine, a very glossy zine called Graffiti with an interview with Brian Adams, Grateful Dead, and DOA. DOA, it's legendary um, Canadian magazine. Well, legendary from the 80s. Yeah. Graffiti with a DOA feature as well in there. Right, yeah. I, I, lo- I mean, I really do love looking through. I, I have a huge, I guess I misspoke there because I have a huge collection of magazines, not not particularly zines, and I love to go through them and look at the uh, record reviews. And so this is right at my alley. And there's a yellow um, in, uh, review there, and I've uh, recently have. Uh, uh, but there also is yellow. a DOA interview. You can see marked right there. Uh, yeah, no shortcuts. DOA's Guide to the Universe, featuring uh, members of government now, Canadian government. We played the government on the Nerdward Human Surveyor Radio Show, brought to you by special guest DJ Roger Allen. And we also have for you some Punk Planet. Punk Planet, issue number 29. Wow, this is thick. It's like, uh, this is, zines are usually like 10 pages, and most of them are just photocopied images. This it was like started as kind of like an offshoot of Maxim Rock and Roll. Like a couple columnists left Maxim Rock and Roll and started Punk Planet Zine. 
And Maximum Rock and Roll recently published its last issue, I think. I think web it, only. It's now web only. Yeah, I think it just it just disappeared. And also we have a flip side fanzine, speaking of Los Angeles, from 1992. I see that. That looks like uh, the guy from The Screamers. Is that is that The Screamers on the cover? I don't know. That kind of looks like him, doesn't it? Uh, actually, it's... I'm not sure. Actually, it's uh, the band TV TV. TV TV. I've never heard of them, but I love that. Like I said, I love I love looking through these magazines. And two Razor Cake fanzines, brand new from Los Angeles as well, because Todd from Razor Cake left Flipside and started Razor Cake fanzine. Great. And these are all for you, Roger, for coming into Nardwar the Human Survey at Radio Show and playing a whole bunch of tunes of the New Wave Persuasion. People can check out what you played by going to at Nardwar on Twitter and they can see a lot of pictures. But right now, we're going to play. What are we going to play right now, Roger? Uh, I was also going to mention that the genre of New Wave was so broad that, you know, in, in New York, you had bands like. Um, magazine but in LA you had bands like the Go-Go's two bands that sounded very different but all were both considered a new wave of music and here I have this photo that Glennie Friedman uh, took of the Go-Go's at the record store Licorice Pizza have you, did, did, did you ever been there Licorice Pizza I know probably not that's an interesting name I think that I think they went I don't know I think they went there in a movie Licorice Pizza but anyways Glennie Friedman uh, a great photographer who seemed to be in all the right places at all the right times for all different things. But right now, we're going to play uh, the band, the library, what are they called again? The Art Museums. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a newish album as well, and they play kind of a lo-fi new wave music. Well, thanks so much, Roger. Why should people care about new wave music? Why should people care? Well, new wave music goes great with the sun. Well, thanks so much, Roger. Keep on rocking in a free world and do do loot do. Do do. Stay in the back. 